Progress. All right, Bruce Brothers. We po- wait. Sorry, I'm scrapping that. <laughs> <laughs> All right. All right, Bruce Brothers. Uh, week one reaction podcast. Hey guys, what do you think of that music? Honestly, that's the best song I've ever heard in my life. You liked it? I'm not a fan. What didn't you like about I'm it? I'm gonna. You go. What? Well, wait, wait. What didn't I no, like about what it? Did you like about it? What didn't you like about it? I didn't care for the beat or the vocals. To me, it was just very deeply sexual. Mm. Um, so it really just kind of got me going in in a lot of different ways. Mm. Cool. I mean, yeah, we're trying out a lot of different new songs to open up the pod after the Darude thing. Um, so you know, we'll keep it fresh every week and try to land on something we all like. That's a good idea. Yeah, I'd say, like, let's try something new next time. Yeah, you didn't like the vocals. I say keep it rolling. Or the beat. Oh, okay, okay. Or the lyrics, to be honest. I found them offensive. All right, you know what? We don't need to get into it, okay? This is just a little... You asked us! It's a little light thing to kick it off. I say we move on. All right, well, I'm coming in hot. Kick us off. I'm I'm hot about something. What are you hot about? New way to start at the pod. I think we, like, new segment. Who's hot? And what are you hot about? I'm hot. There's someone out there on the interwebs impersonating me, pretending to be Ari Steyer, employee at Spruce Health, trying to hire candidates, interviewing them, collecting resumes, getting on Zoom calls with them as me, hiring them, telling them as part of the onboarding process they need to send them a check for supplies and office space and all these different things. And then just stealing their money. There's been at least 10 of these people so far. 10. That we've got reports about. Yeah. And do you know what I'm hot about? The gall on this person that they think they can be me. I, like, what? So I actually, I think this is a spin zone situation, right? Like, you know, like when people get catfished, right? Yeah. They're like, they use a hot girl's photo, oh, right? I'm like, where you going with this? When someone gets cat, they're not catfishing with like some, you know, disgusting looking person like they catfished with the hot girl's photo so like you're, i'm the hot girl you're a, a linkedin hot girl you're business development jesus you just cooled me down by a number of notches maybe for sure maybe i shouldn't have done that but like yeah. i feel like you should maybe be flattered it's a flattering like, situation yeah. i could talk myself into being flattered pretty easily I've yeah, got I've got so. different angles on it. I think All right, let's the hear guy it. was like looking for somebody he looked like. So I think this guy's probably your twin. First, oh, of, first that's okay. number one. Number two, I think he's like kind of in a weird way, potentially trying to like prove to Spruce that he's better at the job than mm-hmm. you are, oh. and he's trying to he's trying to do my job. He's trying to show that yeah. he's innovative, you know? Yeah, thinking outside that's, the box. That's possible. Different revenue streams. I, I, yeah, I like Alan's a lot better. I'll just say that. Okay. No, but that that is worth <laughs> considering that maybe he's trying to, like, undercut you. Yeah. So, I mean, I filed an, a report, an IC3 report with the FBI. Wow. And they have been very communicative. It's going all the way up the chain. That's The president is potentially going to be looped in. I, he probably should be. And this is going to get nipped in the bud. But I'm still hot. Well, that actually reminds me of something that I was just very slightly hot about. Yeah, you're warm? Uh, I'm warm about. That's warm is good. Yesterday, I get a fraud alert from PayPal okay. saying, oh. you know, you have a charge for 6581, whatever. Mm. Is this you? No, it wasn't me. Call PayPal. What's the deal? I'm like checking my account simultaneously. I see they're 
is a charge for $98 from Grubhub. Not my charge. I didn't spend $98 on Grubhub. I'm a DoorDash man. Yeah. Um, I tell the guy, he's like, oh, you know what? It's probably a Grubhub that got hacked, not your PayPal. Cancel it anyway. Honestly, it's surprisingly good customer service at PayPal. Shout out PayPal. Um, <laughs> not a sponsor. I, I che- Not yet. Not I yet. checked out the my Grubhub account, and I see the order. But the stupid fucking thing about stealing someone's account and ordering food is that you order the food to your house to your house to their house oh so you don't know i have their address oh that's good so now i'm like huh can we egg it well i mean they live in jersey city in a like really nice three-bedroom high-rise let's egg that shit dude i i want to egg them i'm in you got eggs we got it. We have to have we some eggs. Eggs are easily accessible. Eggs are easy. They have the eggs. Do we have a getaway vehicle? Yeah. That's wow. the problem. Wow. Well, we can't really egg from the outside because it's pretty, I think it's like the 18th floor. True. Well, we'll, we'll just egg, have to egg the whole, we'll egg the whole egg building. From the inside. We'll just egg it all. Yeah, we can egg the building. Yeah. One right. giant well, that egg. Good. Let's drop do that. a giant egg from a hot air balloon onto the building. Like an ostrich egg. Yeah, like a giant ostrich egg. Well, look, while we're on the subject of being hot about being scammed on the internet, I, I'm just going to bring this full circle. Before the last yeah. pod, I was city but I don't think I told you guys about this. I was city biking through New York to get to where I needed to be to do the pod. Mm-hmm. Dock my city bike in an open dock. You know, you've, you've, done, it, you've done it a thousand times, right? Mm-hmm. Dock's in. And what do you do when you dock the city bike? You see if it locks, right? You see if the little light yeah, goes on and it locks. Whatever, yeah. yeah. So mine docks and locks in the dock. I can't pull my bike out, but there's no light. And I'm like, that's a little weird. There's usually a little ding, a little light. And then I check the app on my phone. Ride's still going. So, okay, <laughs> this is a little concerning. I give it you know, a minute or two. Still going. Now I'm on the phone with support. I'm talking to people in the app. And guess what their solution is? <laughs> their solution is whenever the station is back online we will refund you uh but until then you're going it's going the ride is going to continue and you will uh charges. <laughs> so two days later i get charged about 250 dollars for a, a, oh a, a two-day long consecutive city bike ride uh which i then <laughs> had to follow up uh with support again to get removed and explain myself again so that's yeah. Wild. Did they clear it? Did they clear it up for you? Yeah, it's cleared. Well, you know what? That's a, a perfect. That reminds me of sort of another thing I'm I'm pretty excited about here, pretty hot about um, a new official title for one of the Bruce Brothers here. Uh, now, clearly at 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 City Bike, they don't have any of these official geniuses working <laughs> there, um, but we've got one of our own. By the name of Mr. Kevin Wygan. Everybody clapping up for the new genius, Kevin Wygan. Uh, officially, to this point, Jeremy has been the genius of the four of us, yeah. uh, which I didn't think need to be said because we all just sort of knew Jeremy was a genius. He's yeah. a smart guy. Uh, and and Kevin, actually, Kevin actually did him uh, in our group text today, uh, basically got a fact right. I'm doing the best. And uh, is now the official genius. So congratulations, Kevin, on your new status. Thank you, thank you. I was unaware that uh, Jeremy was previously genius, wasn't following those rankings, don't know where those are. But yeah, I mean, I can get into the... It's just kind of a, it's just kind of a feel thing. Yeah, it's not very genius of you to admit. Where was, I, where was I, think... I in the ranks? Uh, it's just kind, again, kind of a feel thing. Like, was it close? You know. Well, so it's not actually a ranking. It's, it's, it's binary. There's a genius <laughs> and then there isn't a genius. Not, so I mean, it's like yeah. you were in the non-genius camp. Okay. And I took, I usurped him with my. Uh, yeah, yes. Wouldn't give it away. There's here, only one. My Keenan Allen knowledge is. Uh, yeah, yes. you had a Keenan Allen fact. That yeah, Keenan Allen factoid. Just blew the doors off. And argued. To genius status. Uh, I couldn't believe what I was reading. It was crazy. So yeah, congratulations. Yeah, uh, let's talk some football. But real quick, is Keenan Allen being injury prone, like Lazarus effect? Like people just think Keenan Allen's injury prone. Like that's like, like Mandela effect. Is that what's Lazarus? Uh, genius, oh. can you dumb that one down for me? What's a Lazarus effect? I Wait. meant Mandela effect. Oh, did I just actually hit? Oh no! Oh, oh, my God. oh no! Come on! 
Yes! <laughs> I lost it on live. I lost it live. <laughs> wow, wow. That title really didn't Let's suit you, go. Kevin. What is we the Lazarus effect? I don't know what that is. Yeah. Uh, did you just make that up? I don't know what the Lazarus effect is. He's got like Alan Lazard on the brain. Yeah, or something. I was saying Lazard too. Yeah. The Lazarus Anyways, effect I, is a 2015 I, I, horror I, film. Oh. With, <laughs> with 15% on Rotten Tomatoes. Oh, no. You getting ready for Kevin's Letterbox Lounge? Yeah, I'm certain you've watched that horrible movie. I haven't, but I'm going to fire it up now. It's a PG-13 horror thriller. Uh, It's a tight tight 80 minutes. Well, RIP Kevin's genius status. It's now officially Alan until somebody uh, overcomes him. Well, glad to be a resident genius here. I'm not going to flaunt it. Um, I will respond. To what you were saying, which I do think it is the Mandela effect thing, because I feel like Keenan Allen is always injured, like he's just constantly injured. I also feel that way. And then your actually stat that previously had launched you into genius status, which you now have lost as of a minute ago, uh, unbelievable. Disprove that. Unbelievable! Oh, wow, that was what a roller coaster. I'm still I'm, spiritually, I'm, I'm still spiritually a genius though because. Uh, I pronounced the term wrong. That's up for me to decide. Yeah, it'll be up to Uncle Genius Al over here. Um, All right, well, that's exciting. Let's talk football now that I'm glad we actually didn't just start talking football and got a little bit on that Lazarus Mandela thing because (laughs) we still have a former fraudulent genius right now. So it's good that that happened. You had a nice little run. (laughs) Oh, that really stings. This is almost (laughs) as bad as the Debo Samuel touchdown last year. Um, <laughs> that not, was week two last year, right? Or week one? No, I that was like week that. twelve or something when I got. Knocked oh, out. oh, oh! I know. Uh, yeah, I, the famous Steve. Yeah, I know. I remember talking about that. Right, um, let's. You got to hit you. We've got a section, a uh, segment here. Week one overreactions, buy or sell. Uh, you want to kick us off here, R or Al? Yeah, I'll I'll start us off here. I think uh, the the point of this segment is to talk about things that happened and. We'll argue about whether we think they're going to be signs of things to come or a thing, things of the past very soon. First one on the docket here, Rex Burkhead. Is he the back to own in Houston? Your thoughts, Mr. Genius, owner of Rex Burkhead. <laughs> well, for this season only. Yeah, I'm about I'd like season. to start off with this uh, by saying I received a text this morning from one former genius, <laughs> Kevin. Uh, Wait, that was a funny text. It was. It was funny. Former genius is such a perfect <laughs> title for you. I can't believe we just started coming up with it now. It, yeah, it, it, I I said something in the group chat. Said, "Hey, this is funny." Then Kevin responded, "Oh, have you seen this? Now this is funny." Mm-hmm. And it was a screenshot it was of yeah. the Jefferson Skyplane thirty-five dollar bid, successful bid for Rex Burkhead. So. I think there's two things here. And one, I know, Ari, you're in agreement with me mm-hmm. here. I think with the waiver wire, you just go, you get your guy. You know, like, at a certain point, the there's significant diminishing returns. As the season goes on, there's less and less options. You need a guy, you need a guy. And so I got our guy. Wonder Rex Burkhead, he had, like, over 70% of the carries last week. And that means something. So here's a question. Is that how it's going to be in your eyes throughout the next month, two, three of the season? Or is that a week one weird thing? Maybe, maybe not. It could be a week one weird thing. I Mm. think what it did prove is that he's at least going to be a semi-substantial part of the offense. And we lost one of our big running backs this week, unfortunately. Elijah Mitchell, get well soon. Um, And we needed a warm body to plug and play in there. And he is very much that, okay? And I know that this league and hype beast Kevin uh, are ageist when it comes to fantasy football. Mm, he's and, 32. Yeah. And so they see a 32-year-old man and they're like, and he's I, white. I don't want to bid on that. I don't want to spend 33% of my budget on that. I want a young little boy. Like, I don't, I don't even know. You want a young little boy is what you want. He always does. Me, I'm ageist in some, some categories. Like, do I want old people driving? No. Am I okay with them getting 12 points for me, PPR, for a couple of weeks? Yes. Okay? And that's why we picked up Rex Burkhead. And will he be the back to own? 
I don't know. I actually see it becoming more of a timeshare as the season goes on, maybe more of a 50-50 split. But Burkett's going to get some carries. He's going to get some catches. And he's going to get me 10 points in PPR. He's going to be a warm body on my roster. Wow. What, what a genius caliber explanation there with the whole warm body, 10 points, PPR. Wow. All these letters and numbers. Wow. My brain is sore. Wow. I can't yeah. even keep up with it. Yeah. Sorry. Sorry. Well, because it happened about five minutes ago. You probably would have been okay. But yeah, but I'm know. no longer a genius. <laughs> exactly. Uh, uh, I think there's a world where Rex Burkhead never outscores and outtouches Damian Pierce again as long as the year lives. I wouldn't be shocked if that were the case. I do think the next couple of weeks he's likely going to get a bunch of shit and it's going to be annoying. But second half of the year, I don't think he's going to be a factor at all. That's my thinking on it. I think this is a week one overreaction. I'm selling Rex Burkhead being a factor, a meaningful factor. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm buying the small p- possibility that Jefferson Skyplane might trade him for a first somehow, a la, mm. a la Cordero <laughs> Patterson last year, another 30-plus-year-old running back, um, journeyman. If you want, I, I could go through my top five waiver list of last year and – Spoiler alert, Cordero Patterson sits at the very top. And he had 22 points week one. He's the same situation. $33 waiver ad um, when the next highest bid was like half The difference is like he's legitimately talented and it was like, oh, he's actually now being used in a right thing, in the right space where he wasn't previously. I I agree with the the concept. You're, 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 it it is the same. I also buy the fact that. If I'm not making fun of Rex Burkhead going for $35 week one as the top bidding war ad, I'm not doing my job. There were seven bids that on is, Rex Burkhead. Seven. That's also fair. That is correct. I, I think that just speaks to how kind of on it people in this league are. Rex because, Burkhead, Taysom Hill, Cooper Well, Rush. there's no one else. Hilarious. We, want. we have very deep rosters it's with very funny. little on the way to wire. There's going to be some practice squad. Do, I mean, I did this with my Eno rant last year, and I'll do it again. Yeah. There's gonna it's going to happen again. There's gonna Outside be, looking in in my top five waiver ads of last year, by the way. You know? You know. I think yeah. last year, AJ. Cordero, obviously, good example of value on the waiver wire. Last year was a very bad year for uh, guys getting Jeremy McNichols, a lot of weird guys. Uh, there's going to be... Somebody called off the off the practice squad in week twelve. I disagree. That's going to be valuable. My leading candidate, Tristan Ebner. I disagree. I, I think our rosters are so deep that guys. the waiver wire is going to look like this every year. There's going to be maybe two useful, like severely useful, maybe beyond a year guys, and that's it. Everyone is owned. Okay. Yeah, I agree with Ari. All right, well, you guys are selling my non-genius theory here, I guess, is what I mean. Yeah, asking. well, emphasize on the yeah. non there, if I do. Okay, next thing, let's keep going with Alan's team, uh, because I want to see him. He's, he's heating up over here, I can feel it. Uh, last year, if you'll recall, Alan did a big, big rant as the playoffs were getting going about explicit. how unbeatable his team was. Explicit and rant. Explicit, yeah, for sure. And he immediately lost, and it was fantastic. And yeah. I'm thinking maybe now we can we can get him going on that just a little bit. So, Kevin, I ask you: Is Allen's team unbeatable? Um, Buy or sell? I would put his, there's 14 regular <laughs> weeks. It's not unbeatable. This team will lose a game. That's my prediction. But I meant more like unbeatable in the sense of can anyone win the championship over them? Yes, of course. But they're that they're a heavy favorite, and I would put their odds for losses on the season out of fourteen potential losses at two and a half. We're this supposed team, to be trying to get him riled up right now, so that he goes on a rant and then loses. Well, I'm supposed way. to That's say cool. his team's very beatable because he's not. No, gonna, you're supposed to say it's completely unbeatable. You'll never see him lose well, again. He's not You'll never score not, 150 points again. He's not going to rant about that if I'm agreeing with his team being unbeatable. I. I mean, I, I like you can go ahead and no, no, let's hear it. Take first. I look. I'm trying to rile him up. That's Don't what I'm saying. Look, I, me. I'm trying to jinx him. I won't get. It's I won't get riled up yet. We're gonna play it cool. We're gonna act like we've been here before. Uh, we got some great, great guys. 
did we casually throw up the third highest point total in the history? Third highest? Is that something to brag about? I mean, look, week one, you know, we're still getting the, uh, getting the wear off our tires. And, yeah, we had a guy get injured in the first quarter, still put up those numbers. Oh, you know, no. Pretty. Oh, a guy. Here's a guy go down. Oh. Pretty successful first week. I actually think we'll lose. I, I would take the over on those losses. I think we'll lose more than two and a half, two games. Because, you know, fantasy's weird. There'll be other injuries. Guys will go off. Like, you know, I, I think we got a very good team. We got a very good shot at winning it all. Fantasy football's weird. And everything can get fucked up in the next couple weeks very quickly. So, Change I'm not going to Undefeated. Hey, undefeated. Wait. Undefeated. 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 I will not take the bait. Take the bait. Once we get to the playoffs, if we're in a similar position, I will get into a similarly explicit rant. But at this time, I just can't get there yet. He's if, a playoff motherfucker. If, playoff motherfucker. If you culture. do win the championship, uh, it uh. virtually <laughs> guarantees my serial uh, style solo pod of a Justin Jeffer- Jefferson expose investigation. <laughs> where I, I honestly think that should happen either way. Yeah, uh, I, I think you should. I think you should throw one of the, one or two of those episodes in, regardless. Yeah, on the Bruce Brothers feed. Yeah, I mean, it's yeah. We need to have a uh, a true crime Justin Jefferson trade uh, episode for sure. I'm just picturing Kevin alone in his room with all the lights off, yeah. whispering into the microphone. Just some. So then, did you Justin offer Jefferson. that trade? Yeah. Um, okay. Well, yes. Yeah, so Love it. Buying undefeated, Allen. All right. Couple more. Two more overreactions. Buying or selling. A uh, couple of projected playoff teams as of about 10 days ago on the verge of 0 and 2 menage toi and fuck sleeper do we think they're going to go 0 and 2 do we think these are fraudulent playoff contenders or actual contenders pretenders or contenders start with you kev great question um both are going to be in the mix nobody's going to be totally out of it though if I had to pick one of the two to really struggle, I would go with Menage. Um, there's, there's a couple of factors at play here that are not really on the field factors that I'm kind of like you know, I'm picking up, picking up on. You know, I think one, one first of all, Ruffy uh, getting married and going to be traveling the world for the back half of the football season. Distraction. So. major distraction um and number two i I just didn't like the energy i was we watched you know we watched a lot of football and it was a lot of whining about uh, austin eckler scored touchdown like what's he doing i don't i don't know that i remember there was a a lot of whining about elite guys not being elite and if your elite guys aren't being elite what are you gonna do what's your answer uh, I don't know if the, the answers are on that bench, and I uh, worry if the top heaviness isn't as heavy as it was or as top as it was, then uh, this team could be in a little bit of trouble. I have to be honest. I think it is maybe in more than a little bit of trouble. I think Fuck Sleeper will likely be fine. I think this team is potentially in a, in a, in a serious – going to have a serious problem. Keenan Allen hurt. Don't know what's going to happen with that hamstring. Scary. Najee, Liz Frank injury. That's probably going to linger all year long if he's even able to play through it. That's scary. Zeke. Uh, Zeke. They just lost their starting quarterback for the next four to eight weeks. Is that offense going to be anywhere near the goal line where he needs to live to be valuable? And they're like half of their offensive line, too. Yep. Kareem Hunt is going to vulture touchdowns all year long from Nick Chubb. Nick Chubb will be good, but he's going to vulture touchdowns. Like These were guys that, that, that were locks for huge games last year that carried them all the way to the finals, and they all have big question marks. Tua and Matt Ryan, quarterbacks, ah, I'm a little worried, to be honest. Eckler with the schwa factor. Yeah, schwa factor. Schwa factor. I, I'm worried. I think... If I was going to bet my life on it, I'd say they'd get in, but I'm way less confident than I was 10 days ago. Yeah, I I wanted to have a contrarian take here, but on another look, I, I agree with you guys. I, you know, I think Eckler will 
be plenty productive. I think Chubb will have better games. I think Zeke will have better games. But there's a lot of red flags. I mean, I I didn't hear any whiny Eckler talk from where I was sitting on Sunday. But what I did hear was just a lot of Tua and Trubisky overcompensation. Mm, which, a lot of that. I heard that. Which there, is there tough, Gino, and it's worrying. Some Geno overcomp, too. Yeah, so there's there's a lot of bad quarterbacks on that team, which isn't a recipe for success. And like you said, Najee, there's reason to think he, you know, might not have the best year. Zeke is going to be just – I'm sure they're just going to crowd the line because he's got Cooper Rush as his quarterback this year. Yeah, that's so a problem. It's kind of tough for them. Tyreek, you know, he's not going to be able to save them with 30-point games uh, – as he was able to last year. I see Sterling Shepard in his lineup currently, which isn't great. Um, I got a big, and big so, tap on the shoulder when uh, Sterling Shepard scored a touchdown. And I was like, okay, okay, cool. Like, what? Yeah, why yeah. so, I mean... Oh, look, you have him. We, oh, okay. I think we all had them as our number two or three team. Yeah. So, I, I'm not willing to say one bad week and they're out of the playoffs. I still think they'll make the playoffs, but definitely a lot to worry about. On the other hand... Buck Sleeper, they have two incredible quarterbacks. Yeah, they're going to be fine. I will say, still great. not all sunshine and roses there either. C.D. Lamb, all of a sudden, outlook not looking good. Um, no. He actually had a bad finish of the year last year, which hurt them in the playoffs. His last few weeks yeah. were not very good. And there's like a little bit of a just like, is he really a number one guy? And like that was sort of automatic in my head up until he, recently. He was always very boomer bust. Uh, yeah, yeah, he may be a guy that I mean certainly needs another receiver, but Cooper Rush is not going to make it easy uh, on no. him. And then secondarily, you know, the big news: those James Cook and uh, Damian Pierce trades, first round picks for those guys, yeah. off to a bad start there. Off Definitely. to a bad start. Right. But they got a huge break with the Henderson over right. Acres thing that and, may cover that up. And Jeff Wilson now is And they have sorry. Jeff Wilson. They have and Jeff I Wilson? think if I Yeah. Well, if good. T. Higgins is okay, I think they'll be okay. They'll he misses a few okay. weeks. I agree. They have a lot of talent. I still have him in my top six, but yeah. yeah. All right, fun segment. Great segment. Genius level. Last one. Is there a QB controversy in genius championship ring belt town of smelly pits? Is there a quarterback controversy slash panic going on? As you remember, they have Trey Lance, who didn't look so good. Are they worried? They also have Dak, I believe. They have Dak. They have Tom Brady. He's out. Tom Brady, Jimmy G. He's going to retire. It sounds like at the end of this year. Is there is there worry in the in the what was previously seen as a deep quarterback room? I don't know. What do you think, Gal? I would be hesitant to say that. I mean, I think Tom Brady is still going to put up great numbers this year. Um, and then Trey Lance, you can't judge him off playing in that pool in Chicago. So I, I think there's still plenty there. I'm not totally bought in on him as a real quarterback. But I think he'll still put up plenty of points as a fantasy quarterback because he's going to run a lot and he's going to get some rushing touchdowns. Um, and worst case, if not, they have Jimmy G as a backup. So, I mean, not ideal, but especially having Dak out. But I, I don't think, you know, it's too much to be concerned about. Kev? As a one-time genius, I can't bet against another genius. Uh, so yeah. I'm going to say there's no issue here. And uh, this team will be another really strong team, especially one that laces up their their cleats and just lines oh, across the across the you know line of scrimmage against that other defender and just plays them plays you know outplays them. Frankly, oh, um, they really do. I mean, the laces, the way they tie those laces, they tighten those it's laces. just so it's so tight and good. And I don't know why we don't start doing that. Yeah, I mean, we we haven't been. I mean talking about tightening our laces for years i mean i didn't know that was a factor to be honest you're more of an open toe guy i'm yeah if there's socks or shoes on my feet i'm having a bad time bad time yeah yeah so yeah i mean we need to look into that that's my problem i think it might be our problem yeah all right well maybe we'll maybe we'll learn yeah maybe we will 
Wouldn't bet on it. Oh. What are we talking about now, guys? Dude, tying up your laces, <laughs> you going against the guy in front of you, and just taking him down. I think That's what you do. You can't it doesn't matter how many points this. you score. You can't, what? Keep up, you can't keep up with this, genius Al? Reigning genius? Uh-oh. I'm, still, I'm stealing this back before the end of the pod. Alright, actually. I'm stealing this actually back. Me. Yeah, I'll actually me. Actually me, Brad. Okay, let's go. Next segment. Come on. Alright. Let's, let's update our power ranks. We're not going to go through all 12 teams again. That's chaos, as we know. Especially because we obviously haven't We've gone ahead and written them out again this time. But I think we should talk about our top six playoff teams, what they were, and are they different now, or are they the same? Kevin has the list. Yeah. Right, Kevin? I'm looking right now. We all had Alan and Sam. Don't think any of us are changing that. We all had Don and Nate. Don't think any of us are changing that. Nope. Um, We all had Rafi and Mike. Are any of us changing that? We just covered. We that. just dissected that one, but I, I think I'm probably leaving them in there for now. Okay. Same. Okay. Uh, I'm, I might kick them out. I'm, I'm kicking them out. Um, wow. Okay. Yeah, they've officially been kicked out. Um, we all had Link and Le- no, we didn't. So now we all had Carter, oh, wow. Carter and Sean. Uh, was that Hall the previously yes, same different name? Who just dropped like 150, and I think we're probably yeah. all leaving them in. Saquon there. is back. That team is a lock. Yeah, that team's good. Scary. Uh, Wait, did who did we all have them in there? Yeah, we did. Okay, cool. So that's four? Yeah, that's four. And now it's a blend. We all had people in or out, but like Lincoln okay. and Larry, Chad and Sice, uh, Alan had them out. Uh, I had Lincoln and Larry out. And then Dave and Deli. Uh, or you had them out. Okay. I would like to, to lock in Link and Larry as well. Yeah. Put me down for that. I like two. this squad. They're taking Rafi and Mike's I, spot. Yeah. They had, a, they had a good week even without any Mike Williams stuff, and I think that's going to change. So I'm in on that team. Um, I want to lock them in. Uh, so I basically, I think I want to say I have four locks. Those are the four. Uh, not including the Menage team. I think they're a fringe right now for me. I have okay. Lincoln Larry, I have Buck Sleeper, I have Alan and Sam, and I have Hall of the Not Same Name Dame. So that's my four locks. So the one you had previously, Ari, was Chad as the uh, other playoff team you didn't mention. Yeah, I, I have Chad and Menage two over my other two. Are and you I'm, leaving I'm still Chad thinking in? about right now. Are you leaving I'm thinking Chad about them. I'm thinking about them. Okay. So I want to make a statement here off week one performances. There's two teams that we didn't mention that I want to call out here. Uh, One being, I I just want to say because we all ranked this team 12. Mm. And I think after one week already, I think it's pretty safe to say that they're probably not the worst team in our league, which is the the rainy squad, the the Dos Hermanos. It's a good name. Uh, Yeah. They they actually have a bunch of guys and they look good. Like Dotson had a crazy performance. Sutton is going to yeah. be great this year, even if he didn't play well. Like I don't know if I'm ready to say that they're going to make the playoffs. I mean, AJ Brown was incredible, but they're probably not the worst team in the league. So I just want to give them a little shout out. The other team, I, I want. I, hold on, really. I appreciate the shout out. I do think they're more frisky than I thought, but I still think there's a world where they come in last. I don't. I don't think that that's like written off now and I think there's no chance they're making the playoffs like Ayuk is in trouble and Dotson had three catches two of them were touchdowns like he's gonna be good but like that was a little bit of an anomaly um again I think they're friskier than we thought but I'm not I'm not locking them at like for sure they're not last they could easily come at last that's fair um the other team I wanted to shout out which actually I think had the worst week uh in our league was Mm. Jelly Deli Mm. Love the thing, if you look, yeah, love, lo- love doobies, love doobies. Um, I am going to say right now, even though they scored 99 points in their debut, this team's making the playoffs. Mm. Um, we got them here in week two, and this is a good team. They just, all their studs for the week were on the bench this week. Mm-hmm. So Michael Thomas had a great week. He was on the bench. Um, Wentz had a crazy week. He was on the bench. Uh did they play Juju? I don't yeah, know. Like but 
this is actually a really good team that just happened to have a bad week. Um, and I, I'm, I'm giving my hot take now that even after 99 points week one, this team is making the playoffs. I, I like that. I think for me, those four teams I said that I have as locks, I think there's a good now chunk of like six teams that are all in this next battling for those last two spots. And they are absolutely in there. And I think could easily be the ones that, one of the two that make it for sure. I like what they have going. I mean, Wentz had a huge week. I don't know if that's going to happen again. But uh, the Packers, they also had that Packers shit get, you know, the Packers had just a terrible game. Right. And, and the thing is, is, there are other guys like Kirk looked great. Juju looked great. Thomas looked great. Andrews and Debo had not great weeks, Javante but they're great. all going to be better than that. Javante looked great. I think the timeshare is going to like switch mm-hmm. over a little Javante more. Javante looked time. awesome. Yeah. yeah. So I Cam think Akers, though, big question mark there. Yeah, yeah, that's a huge loss. But yeah, that that's that's a tough one. But he's going to get some more chances, and like everything goes right for them. I don't know that they absolutely need him either. Yeah, that's fair. Yeah. I'm leaving them in as yeah as a playoff team for now too. I'm not too worried about week one. Um, yeah, I think I I think I would likely bump them in over Menage right now and and keep Chad in there as well. That's probably my six. Very cool. Very cool. cool. Good segment, guys. Look at us go. Tight. We're tight right now. Nice. Should we get a little loose. Should we get out there? Maybe do a little jam and see what comes, or should we stay? Should we stay tight? Uh, we'll stay tight. Uh. Wait, right, did, did you guys tight. see that team that like score? It was like they scored like the fourth most points in the league in week one, but they ended up losing. But it was still like a really good sign for a young oh, team. Did you guys I, catch? Did I did. Shout out that team at all? I have no idea what you're talking about. He's talking about himself. Yeah. I, I know that. No, I know. I'm just I'm just making sure. <laughs> I don't want genius to get embarrassed. Yeah, talk about your team, Kevin. Yeah, go for it. We're very young. We, we you know we have our eyes set on next year. Uh, we're going to win this league many times over many years in a row. Um, it's going to be a genius level run of domination. And yeah, it's not our year yet, but very encouraging week one. We just had a bad matchup. We would have beaten nine out of the 12 teams in the league. Um, you know, that's bad luck, but really. Yeah, but did you time. lace them up right? It doesn't sound like you just laced them yeah, up. We didn't and just like, like, honestly, we put them on, but we didn't lace them that tight. Okay, yeah. so that explains uh, that. Yeah, it's it's that's the answer. Um, but that's fine. I mean, it was it was a, it was a growth experience. But week two, big matchup for us against you guys, Ari. Huge matchup. Yeah. We want that W. We don't care about points this week. We want we want that W. We're lacing them up. Tight. Yeah, it's not about points. It's about no, W. It's, it's about lacing up the the cleats. Yeah, it's really about laces. Yeah. So uh, yeah, I like your team. I think I think it's a middle of the pack team for sure. That like I don't think it's impossible your team gets in the playoffs this year by any means. I still think I likely wouldn't project that to happen, but I like look at it. I'm not like oh sick, I get to play this team this week. You know, like right. that's I don't, I don't feel excited about it. Yeah. So. Uh, I still think like I think the Josh Jacobs thing that that was a little scary. He just wasn't in that much. I feel like DK is gonna have a real real problem with Geno Smith. I think um, <laughs> that's just unfortunate. <laughs> and you got the Miles Sanders touchdown, which you so desperately deserved. So I was happy for you there. Yeah, Miles being back might be big, so we'll see. Uh, yeah, that would be massive. If some of these running back situations, Jacobs, Miles, Clyde, flip in our favor, we're going to be in good shape. Um, yeah. So that's what we're banking on. Well, and honestly, two of those three looked better than they did before the season started. So, I mean, that's good. Clyde looked great. I mean, Clyde looked awesome. Also, Dobbins and Carter, you have who both could end up in favorable running back situations yeah. too. Here, so is is Carter ahead of Brees Hall? Like, I guess right now it he is. Like a, but it seems like a share, honestly. Like Brees got a bunch of touches, right? But I, but I think Carter he started had more. Yeah, I mean, yeah, that could definitely flip as the year goes on. But like, Brees is definitely gonna have to earn it. I think. Carter's, yeah, I don't think Carter goes to like zero at any point no. this year in terms of usage. Yeah, you know, if he's a uh, yeah, you know, PPR guy, that could be helpful to have that. Good point. week. So you think you're going to take me down this week or what? I mean, I like I like our team better than your team. Uh, I think we can beat you guys. We would have beaten you last week by a lot of points. 
And uh, yeah, yeah, you just like have you just have that juicy McCaffrey projection, and that's probably gonna bite me. And he's probably gonna have forty points this week. But, well, he's uh, very do. <laughs> yeah, I mean, sleeper sleeper does have Jakari in the pickle dicks favor one thirty three to one twenty five right now. Yeah, yeah, we were also projected one twenty five last week too. Um, so it is possible to go above what sleeper says. It is think, possible. So. It can happen. It has happened. It won't this time, but it has. Uh, well, cool. Well, all right. I feel like we, we, we dusted up everyone pretty good. I think one last thing real quick, like looking forward to this week, week two, which matchup do you have your eyes on? Which one? I'll go. I'm excited about that Menagee Hall of a Different Name game team game matchup. Uh, for all the reasons I said about Menage, I love this team coming in, and now it's like backs against the wall. Big time dogs, or they 15 point dogs coming in against a good team. They're banged up. What do they got? I'm excited to see it. I'm looking forward to that one. They're laying an egg this week. That's what's going to happen. If they egg this week, they're out of my playoff picture for sure. Wow. Call them the egg. Egg them. We're going to egg them like that guy who stole Alan's food. Yeah, like the ostrich egg. Yeah, I'm going yeah. With, uh, with our matchup. Our, I'm really into that. I think. We don't want to go 0-2. Uh, that would signal badness uh, for us. I'm going to go with uh, Smelly Pitts, Fournette, Straight No Chaser. Mm. Two 1-0 two teams. Uh, two good projections. You know, see what's going on. And also, obviously, you guys, I want to see you guys stare deeply into each other's eyes while lacing those boots up. Bunny ears. We, I'm not wearing boots, dude. <laughs> Kidding me? What sound do bunnies make? Dude. Ribbit? Do they ribbit? Oh, no, that's rabbit. That's something. Yeah, you're thinking of rabbit instead of ribbit. Um, They don't make a noise, do they? Do bunnies make a noise? All right, it's time for... uh, They say... Oh, you (laughs) know what they... trying to get out there. They make hop. They make a hopping sound. That's not a sound. Hibbity hop. I think there's probably like a little shriek or like yelp that they do. A yelp? Like a... Like we need someone to figure this out for us because I'm dying to know. Hey, you got a beef or book report for us? Oh, yes, I do. Let me pull up real tight. I'll try not to take too much time here. But so beef or book report time. As you remember, we talk about a big beefer and we just talk about funny things about them. So I Googled fattest guys to ever play in the NFL. And I found Mr. Zach Banner, number 10 uh, on the list. He's the 10th fattest. Uh, and I wrote down a lot of notes. So, oh, wow. Zach Banner, 6'8", 360, nickname Big Ooh. Daddy, went to USC, first team all Pac-12, fourth-round draft pick to the Colts. Currently a free agent, but he has played 30 games. He is actually the bastard son of NFL Pro Bowl lineman Lincoln Kennedy. He's a bastard. <laughs> He's a bastard. He did not know his dad was a Pro Bowl offensive lineman until he was the age of uh, 12 or 14. Yeah, that's cool. And, uh, and, and actually, he was raised by Ron Banner, famous superintendent of the Clover Park yeah. School District. Great school. So he's got schooling in his blood. Do you know oh, where Clover famous? Park is? Where is Clover I Park? I didn't actually check that. Kev, can you check that for me? Clover Park School District. And why is this, why is this guy such a famous superintendent? Uh, I, I made the famous part up. This is uh, Pierce County, Washington. Okay, Washington. Oh, yeah, he's a Pac-12 boy. Yeah, well, this guy was just really, really just disciplined, This is his father, Ron. And that's why he uh, was able to make it to the NFL. So, some fun facts. His height throughout the years, as you remember, he ended up being 6'8". Height throughout the years. He was 5 feet tall when he was 10. Okay. Then, three years later, he was 6'4". 14 inches in three years. Wow. Two, one year later, 6'6". Wait, uh, I, I'm sorry. Go for I got to actually you again. Five feet to six four is 16 inches. Oh, no! <laughs> oh, oh, God, I was a genius. Oh, my gosh. Guys. You've been oh, relegated. He can still be got with just one. Uh, uh, yes, correct. Thank you for that, Alan. Uh, six six when he was 14. So one year later, grew two more inches. And then 
Finally, he got to 6'7 and over 300 pounds when he was 15 years old. That's fucking crazy. He also played center on the basketball team and averaged 19 and 17. Wow. He's like Shaq out there. Pretty badass. Yeah, 17 assists, obviously. Yeah. What position does he play? You didn't say that. Uh, he's a tackle. Offensive tackle, okay. <laughs> he's, a, he's a cornerback. I believe, okay. Yeah, I believe he's a tackle. Uh, okay, this is where it gets interesting, though. Oh, yeah. So this is where it gets fun. He went to USC, and he joined the Jewish fraternity ZBT. So he became one with his uh, Judaism. And he is not a Jew, but he basically is a famous Jew now. Because when Deshaun Jackson said all that anti-Semitic stuff, like an asshole, Zach Banner was the first NFL player to speak out with an emotional video against Deshaun. I'm not going to read all of this, but he really was going in on Deshaun and being very pro-Jew. So much so that Jews across the nation began inviting him to Shabbat dinners. And a number even sent him fresh baked challah bread in the mail. He said, quote, I made the video to defend my friends. I didn't expect the whole Jewish community to have my back. I'm talking to rabbis and going downtown to the Tree of Life synagogue. And I'm saying to the kids, hey, I got your back. That's my job as Zach Banner moving forward. Wow. So he's not just protecting quarterbacks. He's protecting the Jewish people as well. That's exactly right, Alan. That is exactly right. So clap it up for Zach. There you go. That was a beautiful kosher beef Yes. Kosher beef only, baby. More famous Jews in the NFL. Who would you say is your top two honorary Jews? Would you rank him above Jerry Judy? Uh, great, yeah, great I think question, he's Alan. done more for the faith. Really good question. I think he's done more for the faith. Judy, his name sounds kind of like Jew. He does Big wear the Jew- he wears the Jewish star, though. Uh, you could argue that that's a little bit anti-Semitic. You know, potentially some cultural appropriation. I don't know. I'm not going to say it, but somebody might. I'm well, going with the big beefer who protects his fellow Jew. I respect that. Man. Um, you didn't Damn. even mention this guy's nickname, dude. It's in the first line. Yeah, I said Big Daddy. No, his nickname's The Hulk. Oh, he's got a bunch <laughs> of nicknames. I chose Big Daddy. It's also The oh, Diesel. Yeah. Isn't Banner the Hulk's like last name? Oh, Bruce, is it? I don't Bruce know anything Banner, about Marvel. Right? Bruce Banner. My IQ's yeah, way too Bruce high for Banner. that. Hulk yeah. is Marvel, right? I don't know. You might be getting Doc some genius points there, bringing Ooh, up Marvel. That stuff. was almost an actually there. <laughs> yeah, I, I, I think it's DC, but I don't want to say that confidently oh, it's all because, the same. because then it can get actually by Kevin. Oh yeah, it's all the same. Wow, you're just running the ball. You're running the clock out on. Right, yeah, the <laughs> yeah, yeah. That was, I'm just three yard run down the middle, right you're there. Like, yeah, it could be either studio. We don't know. <laughs> I mean, to move. be fair, I also don't know shit about these types yeah, of movies because well, you're a fucking genius. Obviously, well, yeah, exactly. Oh. So it's a low IQ move. Um, all right, there's your book report, Kev. Take us to the next segment. Great job there, Ari. Thank you. Yeah, we could do the team name thing quickly. I mean. Um, Chad, Chad's being docked points is the quick, the short of it. Yeah. Uh, and it, that may affect his week one actual outcome. So we're going to have to revisit that next week. Yeah. He's being docked points because mm-hmm. he went back to his old team name, which is not okay. He's uh, actually being docked more than the original docking because of the flip flop, right? It's wow. A, yeah. It's he, a double he, dock, would lose, yeah. he would lose his week one matchup if he took away 10 points. Yeah. Well, we're taking right. away 20. So he's got smoked. Yeah, I haven't gotten to it yet because you have to wait till the matchup ends to take away the points. But. Right. I'm going to go into the uh, subtract points for league name uh, option and, and click that. Yeah, uh, yeah smart. And then... Uh, wait. Uh, what's We're that? in the beef house, right? Yeah, that's kind of a mini beef house. Yeah, no, I would say, like, let's go to the beef house now. Okay. Uh, I'm putting your co-owner Singer in the beef house, man. That's, that is so weak to... You lose to the Eagles. He's a Lions fan. You lose to the Eagles and... Tell us that we're being embarrassing by celebrating, by beating you? Come on. Yeah, that's like a self-own. Yeah, like, we're not, you know, oh, we're Super Bowl contenders, whatever. Like, no, we're not. We're just like a scrappy team. So are the Lions. We won in a, in a good game, and we celebrated. Not a big deal. Uh, there's the, You don't need to, you know, degrade us for that. Yeah. We're, uh, we're you know, we're just happy to get that 1-0. Yeah, that's that's a mild, stinky beef. Yeah, it's a minor. Yeah, it's a small beef house, but like, uh, you know. So that's uh, we got a couple more quick ones here. 
Uh, beef of the week. I'm going with Beck. Oh, Beck was cool. I liked Beck. That's mine. That's it. Uh, my beef of the week is Randy Bullock, Fat Randy. Oh. Uh, I just like he he. I just love seeing him. Yeah, I feel like every week one he runs out there with his with his badonka donk, <laughs> and he misses a big kick, and it's just it's a delight. He didn't do the oh no I'm injured no, yeah, this he, time, he, which I appreciate. He didn't it. pretend to injure his hamstring this time, which was sad. No, oh, he's throwing. He should have went down with something. He he really, that. But it's just it's just refreshing to see him out there. It really, it, it really. I You've like been that a fan lot. of uh, Randy Bullock for I, lo- for I love a while him. now. Love yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Any any beefs for you? No, uh, I just did. A, I just did. A, Zach Banner's my beefer. Zach Banner's your beefer. Okay. <laughs> okay. Uh, Uncle Al's big sexy lock of the week was put on the Woo! agenda at the last minute. Let's hear it. I mean, so I say this not to flatter you guys, but my and or not to jinx you guys, but my big oh, sexy boy. Uncle Al <laughs> lock of the week. Oh no. It's the birds, baby. Minus three? Minus, I've seen anywhere minus one and a half to minus two and a half. I think right now it's at minus two. It's been kind of jumping around there. Um, It honestly feels low, which that part of it is a little worrying. Um, But, I mean, the Eagles, the defense didn't look incredible. But a lot of those points they gave up in garbage time. I think the Lions offense is better than probably people think this year. The Eagles... Offense looked really great. AJ Brown looked incredible. It's a Monday night. That place is going to be absolutely rocking. It's going to be humming. The Vikings, on the other hand, I thought that was a total must-win game from them. That was throw all your shit at the wall game. And they looked fine, but it was really just Justin Jefferson doing a couple amazing things in the first half. And then that was kind of it. Like if yeah. Christian Watson knew how to catch the ball. Maybe he's learning. He's young. He's learning. I want to write that down as my big sexy lock of the week. Just a little bonus, a little bonus action for you here too. Is the Seattle Seahawks plus ten on the road against the 49ers? Geno Smith. Geno Smith. His last nine games as a starter is nine and zero against the spread. Wow! Yeah, ten points. Is he, is he, is he just a new guy? You always bet on Geno Smith to cover, at least until it stops working. Because I'm in on that. The 49ers showed us. I mean, I know it was a monsoon, but they showed us absolutely nothing last yeah. week. Yeah, no they, Elijah Mitchell, no Kittle, Trey Lance. They lost is a mess. to the Bears. All their skill guys are hurt except for Debo. Lance has still not shown that he's actually a competent thrower of the ball. Ten points is a lot of points. You have to you're you're blowing another team out. The Seahawks looked plenty competent. The 49ers didn't impress me. That's my level B sexy lock of the week. Bonus wow. lock. Bonus lock. Wow. Wow. Thank you. Love it. Well done. Lock all right, in. Kevin. I know this is a big segment we're all really excited to hear about. <sighs> I gotta get some more energy. Oh, boy. Hit us with it. Let's go, baby. All right, welcome to Kev's Letterbox Lounge, everybody. We should get some like jazz music for this. Ooh, yeah, yeah. Do some, put some jazz in. Ooh, that's nice jazz. You can hear it now, right? Nice jazz. Yeah, the, the jazz is is uh, playing. Uh, as is potentially this movie uh, that I'm gonna recommend is uh, also be playing in your home theater or entertainment system. Uh, you know, go out and buy the DVD if you want to. Uh, or you could, you know, sign up for one of these streaming platforms. Usually DVDs, better quality, uh, less interruption, reliance on Wi-Fi, things like that. Uh, I'll get Special to it though. Movie. The movie I watched is called Prey, uh, P-R-E-Y, Prey, and it's it's uh, one of the movies that's related to uh, the Predator movie with Arnold Schwarzenegger, one of the greatest movies of all time. Uh, Arnold mm. Schwarzenegger and Carl Weathers. Uh, fighting an alien beef, in the jungle. And, There's a uh, lot of beef in that movie. Big beef. It's one of my favorite movies ever. I still haven't seen Predator 2 with Danny Glover. Really want to see that. I think that mm-hmm. I think uh, Predator goes to Los Angeles and fights him there. Um, so <laughs> I, thought, I thought there was another movie called Predator Goes to Los Angeles. <laughs> <laughs> that was the third one. It was like, wow, really <laughs> but this one was crazy. It was the Predator... Showing up hundreds of years ago uh, with, like, 
there's a lot of cool stuff and there's a lot of, it's very violent it's very graphic and it's very it can be a bit Who's scary it? it can be a bit scary um, anybody, anybody know well I don't really know uh, anybody who was in the movie well did you watch the movie or not I, I did watch the movie and you don't know anyone in it I don't huh was it good was it a good movie uh it's solid I gave it three out of five stars. So your big, big first Letterbox Lounge movie is a is a B. It's like a solid movie. It's on Hulu. I'm so curious why you picked just a solid movie as your big. I'm trying big... to appeal to the masses here. Well, mm. why don't why don't you next time do a movie that you could recommend to the people? Yeah, I feel like okay, like or like I'm either very good Predator. or very bad. Right, I recommend right. Predator One. Predator. It doesn't have to be from the Predator universe, you know? It can be anything. You know, there's Alien vs. Predator. There's Alien vs. Predator 2. There's Predators. Um, there might be a Predator 3. Predators? Predator, Predator, Predator goes that? to Los Angeles. Yeah, Predator goes to Los Angeles. <laughs> Mr. Predator goes to Washington. Um, Predator yeah. and Aliens Big Adventure. Predator 2. That. Predator Home Alone 2 lost in New York. There's a lot of good ones. Um... <laughs> yeah. Uh, Let's finish up with a nice little theory time with Ari, where right. everyone can just theory time with Ari. Everybody, sit back. Everyone can just sit back, curl up to the fire. It'd be a nice, a nice cup of tea. Can you get a little sizzling noise here in the background? Yeah, Kevin? Ari's theater. Ari's theory theaters next to Kevin's Letterbox Lounge. Ooh, Ari. Theater, theater, theory, theory, theater, theory, theater. They both work. Actually, this one should have classical music, like a nice yeah. violin in the back. Mm, yes, I'd like a nice violin. Ooh, I hear it now. Yeah. Nice. Yes. Uh, well, anyway, yes, yeah, so you can all sit back and just learn something. So this theory has actually gotten pretty famous uh, relative to some of my other theories. This is what I call my five-star man theory, which some of you may have heard. Kevin, I know, is, is, is quite familiar. Uh, it got so famous as to – it got used in – the tall, handsome dentist's wedding's best man speech. The tall dentist got married over Labor Day, and his best men, he actually had twins, used this as a framework for their wedding speech. Wow. Yeah. Big the best fucking men deal. Are twins? The best men are twins, and they do everything together. Good. And including this speech. <laughs> okay, say more. And so, and so the five-star man theory, you ask, what is it? Well, my theory is no man alive, alive or dead, can be an A-plus, tier one, five stars in all four of these categories. You can be an A-plus in three of these four. I would argue that that does make you a five-star man. Scholars are still debating on that piece of it, but that's less important. It is impossible to be an A-plus in all four of these you're categories. Saying there's the only, you're saying there's only four dimensions to a man. There's four dimensions to a man. Men are simple. We could honestly probably break it down even further to, 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 to maybe two or three, but I'm going to give it four. Sure. And that is looks, obviously. brains, obviously, humor, and likability slash cool factor. You can be an A+. I'm talking... Ryan Reynolds, handsome. That's A+. I'm talking Albert Einstein, genius. That's A+. You can be an A+. I'm talking Dave Chappelle, humor. You can be an A+, in three of these. No person, man, can be an A+, in all four. And that's my theory. Feel free to try and come up with examples, and I will tell you why you're wrong. Well, I just you don't have, have to now. I just, mean I just have a couple of questions. Yeah. Um, like, how – is it a binary scale – for each category or, you know, is it like you get five stars within each category? Like, you know, is does someone have to be an absolute genius to hit the smarts category or have to be absolutely hilarious to hit the humor category? Yes. Or can they be just pretty funny or like, like – They cannot be pretty. I think the best thing I think about it is like a grading system, like an A. They need to be at least an A in this category. No, okay. I disagree. You have to be an A+. Plus. Like, a, you a have plus, to be it's the same idea. elite of the elite, like, top percentile. You, you have to be elite. You have to be one of the f 
at the funniest, most handsome, cool. You can and you cannot be more than one. Well, We're the only thing five. is, you don't need to be like famous for this thing. That's Correct. the only thing. Well, That's what I want to make sure is plenty clear. of handsome people at this level are not famous. My right. Correct. My second question here yeah. is. Who are we comparing? Is it against the whole American population, or is it like like an NFL? Right? You'd say, "Is Joe Flacco elite?" Can I have that debate, right? Whereas compared to the American population, he is elite compared to other NFL quarterbacks. Yes. yes. I don't know. Yes. It's, it's a good question. Yeah. I would say compared to the population, Joe, Joe Flacco would get an elite grade in athleticism. Got it. Correct. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, that's what you're asking. Yeah. Yes. Yes. Anyone in the NFL is an A plus in athleticism. Although athleticism is not necessarily in there, it's kind of baked into coolness, likability. You think so it's, does it's Zach like Banner top... get an, an A plus in athleticism? Uh, yeah. Okay. That's it. So it's like the top... athleticism isn't a category. Top five percent or so of yeah. the population. Sure. My, maybe, even, maybe, maybe give you a 10. My last question. These twins, yeah, can they combine into one five-star man? Now you're talking. It, they could, but it wouldn't matter because they're exactly the same in each of these categories. So they'd still be missing so the category they're ah, missing. They're not filling each other's gaps. Right. Which for them, they're very smart. And that's the only one that they're an A-plus in. This podcast they're is both about doctors. filling gaps, guys. We've talked about yeah. this before. Filling manholes. Filling holes, filling gaps. Filling them right. And so, yeah, think about it. I don't think you can break my theory. No man has broken the theory to this I, point, I, I, and no do, man ever will. I'd like to, you know, urge the listener. Like, I love this idea of combining yeah. or melding people that could maybe mm. check all four of the categories. Like, they don't have to be twins per se, but, like, you have a great example of, like, Arnold Schwarzenegger getting, you know, uh, combined with, like, Sylvester Stallone, like, Oh, that's gonna be, be the same I, thing. I don't know that, would be I don't really know that humor cool. is gonna. <laughs> no. is gonna but I get what you're saying. If it was like a you know Jim Carrey and Steve Jobs combo, like does that hit all four? Like no. maybe that's interesting. The looks. Jim Carrey is very. He's a pretty good looking guy. He's not elite. No, he might. He, I he think might that's, be. That's a ridiculous. If he you're might. giving Joe Flacco the grade of elite, Joe Flacco is also a better looking man than Jim Carrey. Joe so, Flacco's very handsome. Yeah. So I, I'm willing to say Joe Flacco might be closer to a five-star But man so those two combined would absolutely be a lock A-plus in coolness, smarts, and humor. Somebody, so the question is only looks. Somebody huh. write us with the best combo you can come up with to be a five-star man combo. It's not I love that idea one. because it's impossible for one person. So the combo is the perfect way to do this. Right. Maybe you have cool. like the, the physicality of the Predator with you know Steve Jobs – and now we're talking. Yeah. So, and it doesn't, just to be clear to everybody, it doesn't have to start with someone who starred in an 80s <laughs> action movie. You can choose other people. Just want to be clear, because all of Kevin's have that. Michael that's, J. That's Fox <laughs> crossed with... What does he do for you? He's very he likable. He's so likable. He's likable. He's likable. I give you likability there. Pretty cool. Yeah, but you need, if you're doing a combo, I think you need someone who's an A+, and two of the four, which is very hard. Yeah. And then you need another person who's an A-plus in the other two. Right. That's the way it's going to happen. And you don't want to go too high. Like, you don't need Einstein-level brain. You, no, no. You need, yeah, like... Because no. he doesn't fill any of the other four for you. Exactly. He's punting the other three. Einstein was pretty... Punting. Einstein was... I hear he was pretty athletic, actually. Athletics is not a part of this. <laughs> what is it again? <laughs> Humor, smarts, looks... Coolness slash likability, we can build athleticism into that. Wait, I thought athletics was definitely part of this. No, no, no. It's in. It's rolled up like into looks or something. It, it rolls no, it's up, rolled up into coolness, yeah, likability. Into, like athletes are cool. Like it's and, a cool thing. And looks probably because you're probably and probably a looks thing also. Yeah. It's, we it's, may it's, need it, to add a physical element to this. That's looks, dude. What are you talking about, dude? Get your head out of the beat. But Joe Flacco, somebody who's not good looking, can't then be. He is good looking. Uh, Joe Flacco is good looking. Joe Flacco is very good. I looking. can't believe you're calling Jim Carrey good looking and Joe Flacco. Yeah, not. those guys are on the, in the same world for sure. <laughs> yeah, I don't know. I think we have to work on this a little bit more. The well, look, okay, it's a theory, <laughs> so it's, uh, it's not necessarily proven just yet. But I yeah. think he thinks he's still a genius. I think he does, and I think all he can think about is big muscles from 1989, yeah, 89, I mean, 1988. That's all he can think about. Everything, everything he says is like 
morphed through this. Yeah. What would a big giant muscle do to this idea? Mark McGuire cross with Elon Musk. <laughs> Can you beat that? Which one of those is a lead I look? I still think personally Steve Jobs, Jim McGuire. Carrey is the one to beat. Oh, <laughs> personally. Okay. I think that's the one to beat. Who? I, I don't think anyone's had a better combo than Steve like, Jobs, Jim Carrey. To this no, point. The, the, the looks is so off there. Those guys are not good looking. Jim Carrey is very close. You can find they, a better looking funny. Day check. Funny guys are very, very infrequent, very infrequently good looking. Jim Carrey is potentially the best looking funny guy ever. There's no chance. That James is- Gandolfini cra- cross with Bo Burnham. I, Where's the smarts? Burnham. Oh, uh, I don't know. I don't know enough about him, but that doesn't just feel like an a- smart. Again, smart. I don't think smart. either of these. I'm just going to hammer on this point. But oh, the good looking. Yeah, yeah, neither of these guys are A plus looks. No, that's a throw. That, that's a throwaway. Uh, okay, well, James. This is, thing that, is very like, attractive to women, though. We've seen that. It's a good way to think about it. Is who is the best looking comedian? Because that is the the clearest way to get two out of four right off the bat. Yeah. And I think Jim Carrey may be my answer. No. Those guys, it, to be that funny, you got to be a little, a little off, looks-wise. Trust me. Okay. I know. Okay. All right. Well, that's it for the pod. All right. Good pod. We'll see you boys next week. Great work, everybody. Right. Bye. Goodbye.